0: To Monday, even though I'm broadcasting this or whatever it is I call this thing um, <laughs> uh, 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 at uh, Tuesday morning, but it's close. Uh, I am Dr. Ray Mitz, your host. This is Love You Later by the podcast, uh, otherwise known as the Psych Monologues, and uh, I am um, I have been walking my way through a variety of things that I'm calling like life lessons, key themes that have been a part of the things that I talk to uh, my students about and hoping that perhaps it would be useful and, and applicable and helpful to others who decide to listen in. Uh, what you are listening into is uh, uh, kind of the last conversation that I get to have with many of, my, the, many of the seniors in the psych program. I apologize for using the possessive all the time. Uh, they are not my uh, students. Uh, they are the students that are attending CCU and are part of the psychology program. And I have the honor and privilege of being uh, their teacher for a short period of time in their journey. Uh, So, uh, we've been walking through a variety of different life lessons um, that uh, I have taken the time to unpack, uh, and a few of those include things like uh, when you see other people as persons, something sacred happens, and it's the journey that matters, and you can't lead somebody someplace you've never been, uh, and we... uh, Uh, We have to find a way to meet people where they are, not where they should be. Uh, And then finally, where we ended up was really talking about the stained glass self and what it it means and how do I begin to dismantle it. And and really seeking to become people who uh, know and can be known uh, both as we walk our way through some of the things that we're talking about. And uh, one of the things that I will mention, I decided... Uh, last week that I wasn't going to uh, belabor the point, but uh, this is, uh, as, as far as I can tell, we are in week seven of um, uh, say, or stay at home versus safer at home and uh, some reopening and things like that in regards to uh, the uh, change of our status in, in, in response to the coronavirus and, and COVID-19. Uh, It is always fascinating to watch the conversations that come up around uh, this item and and, uh, uh, the the things that go into people's response to uncertainty and uh, um, novelty and not really knowing exactly how to handle things and and the kinds of things that we go out of our way to try to control when we feel so out of control uh, with the things that have gone on around us. And so um, I'm, I'm not sure I have any uh, interesting factoid to uh, uh, share with, with y'all to start out this week. It has been a hectic week. We are heading into the final days of the semester in, a, in a, the truest sense of the term. Uh, finals are underway, students are stressed, and um, I am uh, up to my eyeballs and alligators with a, a project that I'm doing for our department uh, that is a retrospective video and that always ends up taking more time than I expect it to and that's one of the reasons why I am uh, doing the podcast tonight so late. So uh, with that in mind, let me, let me move into this and jump into this uh, right away and uh, if we don't finish it then we'll continue it on uh, tomorrow night. Uh, but the, the next life lesson I want to talk about is something that I refer to as uh, living in the truth and with the truth. And when I make that assertion, uh, there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. Most of the time when we approach the topic of truth, we assume that everybody's talking the same way and the sa- about the same thing. And some authors and some speakers will uh, change or, or um, what I want to say, redefine truth in terms of personal truth and objective truth and, and even absolute truth. I would like to suggest that when we're talking about living in the truth and living with the truth, I, I anchor it in one of the shorter Psalms that we find in Psalm 15. And David literally talks about speaking the truth in your heart and what exactly that means. But before I get into that, I think we have to spend some time talking about what truth actually is. And one of the, the kind of convenient ways, I would put, I would put it, uh, of understanding what truth is, is uh, thinking about it in terms of what I call big T and little t truth. Now let me describe this because this is this is a uh, this is not an absolute convention of understanding truth. Uh, this is just another way to understand it. It might be an easier way to understand it. I think uh, I don't know about that, but it certainly helps me to understand and connect with people with where they are. Uh, going along with the point that I made earlier about how do I meet people where they are rather than where they should be. So let me describe this for you real quickly. Uh, Big T truth is, uh, first of all, first and foremost, would fit into the, the category of reality. It is something that doesn't change. Now, probably the most uh, uh, easy concept or easy law of reality that I can point to is gravity. Uh, Gravity doesn't change. It doesn't uh, react according to whether I like it or not. It doesn't negotiate. It uh, doesn't really care whether I like it or not. It functions either way. And the thing about big T truth is that it is universal to everyone. It is equally applied to everyone. Uh, and big T truth is one of those things that that is uh, <clears throat> usually incontrovertible. It is something that applies to everybody. And that's one, one aspect of this idea of big T truth. The second big aspect of that is uh, really what the scriptures reveal to us in terms of big t truth it is god's character it is how he has revealed himself it is uh, all the teachings that jesus provided us to understand life and living and our relationship to god and our value in god's eyes and the idea of uh, being made in god's image the imago dei it is all of those things that are very much fall in the category of big T truth. And that's, again, that most Christians would point to it and say that's absolute truth. And I would agree, it, it is absolute truth. Uh, and, and it's a grounding aspect or even an anchoring aspect of our faith in terms of what scripture reveals to us about us and to us about God and everything that is related to life as we understand it. So that's big T truth, and that's really a big key uh, to understanding and uh, what's going on. So if you take it in the context of what we're going through right now, it, as a general rule, when people talk about the pandemic, they describe most of the big T realities around it. It is global. It is out of my control. I have. I can't do anything about it. Uh, it and and one of the most annoying phrases I hear people say all the time is "It is what it is." And and it it that one phrase tends to put my teeth really on edge. Not so much because of what the words are as much as what it conveys. It's kind of a resignation. About how life is, and I can't do anything about it, and um, I just have, I just have to accept it. Well, the reality is, is that we don't accept it, and oftentimes we live in re- in denial. As a result of that, even though we say, well, it is what it is, and while that may be objectively true, it it isn't necessarily how we live our lives, and. So big T truth is one aspect that I think we have to take into account. The second aspect, which is a a little bit more undefined, a little less clear, would fall under the category of what I call little t truth. And little t truth, unlike big T, big T is universal to everyone. Little t truth is unique to each person which includes everything that is part of the contours of our heart that I have talked about in previous podcasts. How I see the world, the conclusions I make about myself, the conclusions I make about you, uh, uh, how God works, God's intentions, uh, all of those things are part of what I would call little t truth. My feelings, my desires, uh, my uh, dreams, my purposes, all of those things would fall under that category of little t truth. It's unique to me. How I see things is unique to me. And the the biggest challenge I think we all face in our relationships with other people is figuring out which truth it is that we are talking about or the other person is talking about. And in most cases, A mismatch between these two different kinds of truth, if you will, results in uh, usually some massive misunderstandings. I've been in too many conversations where I have talked about what I feel, the way I see things, and somebody has uh, basically, not in so many words, but contradicted me and say, well, that's just fundamentally not true. But see, the reality is, is that we're talking about two different truths. I'm talking about the little t truth of the, my internal world, the things that I is unique to me, and the conclusions I make. And if you don't take the time to understand what those conclusions are, then you saying those things are just not true end up being an invalidation of me as a person. Now you can say, well, that's that's not true either but your intentions don't define the impact that it has on me. And so little t truth is really the basis on which I think we end up having to strive to meet each other at uh, or in. And then maybe we can have a conversation about the big T truth. Because ultimately my understanding and even interpretation of big T truth ends up going through the filter of my little t world. So when I talk a lot about how do I meet people where they are, the biggest challenge I think most people face oftentimes is how do I understand the little t world of the other person? I don't have to agree with it. And just because I uh, allow it to exist doesn't mean I condone it but I do need to understand it if I want to enter into the other person's world and walk with them through it. So in a lot of cases, we end up using big T truth as a bludgeon against the little t realities that other people face. And they walk away bloodied and bruised and say, I will never share that again. And by extension, They will never be known again and unfortunately or otherwise we've been responsible for confirming their fundamental beliefs that they are not worthy of being known either so big t and little t truth is really pretty important now if you imagine for a moment in your mind's eye imagine a cross it's pretty easy for most christians Uh, it's easy for most anybody because a lot of people whether they are uh, uh, Christ followers or not, uh, a lot of times they will walk around with, with a cross on a necklace. Well, the vertical axis of that cross is big T truth. And, and the thing to keep in mind is big T truth anchors us in the reality of the world that we live in and the reality of who God is. And that is exceedingly important to have anchored into us. On the other hand, the horizontal of that cross is the little t world that the person lives in. And it's riddled with errors. And I think most everybody would, in their saner moments, probably admit the fact that it's got a lot of errors in it, partly because of the conclusions we make that are not built on reality at all, but they're built on experience and the experience we have with other people, and ultimately the experience we have even just with ourselves. So the, the one thing that I tend to, to remind people of is a big T truth that is ill-timed and serves the purpose of the speaker and not the listener is received and experienced as a weapon it doesn't really matter the intention of the speaker. What matters is the impact it has on the listener. And I think we have to take that into account. If our effort is toward helping and walking and coming alongside another person, then I have to figure out a way to ask the kinds of questions and clarify the kinds of things the other person is saying in order to understand their little t world. Like I said, I don't have to agree with it. And just because I ask questions about it or try to understand it, doesn't mean that I have to believe the same thing as the other person. But if I wanna walk with them, I best understand it. And and that's the key marking point. Now, if you go back to my metaphor earlier about a cross, and The big T being the vertical and the little t truth being the horizontal. Where life is lived, and I would even go so far as to assert where the abundant life is lived, is at the intersection of big T and little t truths. Because it's a messy intersection. There are lots and lots of collisions there. And yet as we talk about those that intersection with other people is when we begin to either feel known or feel shut down or know other people and or shut them down because after all they are not grasping the big T reality and that's really all that counts now i listen i am i am not dismissing the importance of big T truth i am not Uh, Most of the time when I talk about this, people usually put it in a black and white, either or kind of category. So when I affirm the little T, I'm negating the big T. And when I affirm the big T truth, I am negating the little T. Quite honestly, I think the fullest life, if you will, is lived in living in the tension between both of those things. That's why I say, That the abundant life, and, and this is an addition, this is a conclusion I make. I'm not expecting anybody else to join me in it. But I would suggest to you that the abundant life is lived at the intersection of those two truths. Because how I grasp big T truth and how I live little t truth is based on trust and relationship in my relationship with Christ. That's where the abundant life is found, and that's exactly what Jesus said to us: is that He offers us life to the abundant, uh, life to the full, an abundant life. But that does not mean a clean life. It doesn't mean a non-messy life. It means a life of trust, and that oftentimes means confusion and ambiguity and uncertainty and things of that sort. I'll end with this, there's a story often told of a man who um, struggled in his spiritual relationship with Jesus and and decided to take it upon himself to travel to India when Mother Teresa was working in the slums of Calcutta. And he arrived there and, and uh, uh, arrived at at uh, her the the uh, place that she was working at and she met him and greeted him and said what do you seek and he said I seek certainty and she looked him in the eye and said it's not certainty you need but trust oftentimes we justify our efforts at reducing the amount of certainty and ambiguity in our lives as a means of being obedient. And I would suggest to you that it's not necessarily certainty we need, but trust. And trusting in our relationship with Jesus that may not always have clear-cut answers and ready-made formulas for us to figure out how to live life better. That doesn't mean it's, it. It doesn't guide us. It doesn't mean it isn't encouraging. Sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't even mean that it doesn't provide us with. Um, I've got too many negatives in there. I realize, but um, it 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 does mean that it provides us with some very solid markers that is built on are built on the trust of, of God's heart for us. Those are some basic unequivocal, completely certain realities. And that's where the big T truth comes in because it anchors us, which also allows us to wander safely away. I mean, the reality of an anchor in a boat doesn't mean that the boat stays simply in one place. It just remains safely in one area where it can can survive the storms. So when we're told to live in the truth, then, it, then it's a matter of how do I live in the truth with myself? And that's, that's a mixing of those prepositions. The other one is living with the truth. And the heart of living with the truth is acceptance. Not only the big T realities that we live with, but the little t kind of uncertainties that are part of our daily lives and part of just being human. So, thank you for joining me tonight. I'm Dr. Ray Mitch, your host. Thank you for joining me uh, with uh, Love You Later by, uh, by the podcast. Um, join, uh, be sure to stop by the website, which is kind of um, Grand Central Station for so much of, of things that are developing in what I've called the dangerous community. And uh, we, we have a ongoing fundraiser for uh, the silent retreat for CCU students. If you'd like to partner with us, please do so at, under the CCU tab and go down the, to uh, the silent retreats and, and um, uh, provide a means for students to be able to participate in a silent retreat. There are resources on the website at, at uh, drmitch.com. Uh, and uh, that includes uh, the podcasts, it includes uh, other YouTube uh, connections from lectures of, of times past. Um, I have been off and on talking about uh, loss and, and its importance in our lives uh, in terms of defining who we are, but also helping us to understand the meaning and the, the depth of understanding joy. And that's very much a part of what you'll find there at uh, the dangerous community. So with that, I will call it a night. Thank you for joining me. I'm Dr. Ray Mitch. Love you. Later.